Hi, my name is Mike Boston, Senior Pastor of Conqueror's Bible Fellowship Church in Parallel, Texas. Also serving leader of a ministry uh, that we design called Servants Serving Servants, S3 if you will. Uh, oftentimes, I'm asked by pastors, preachers, associate ministers, uh, men who are involved in ministry in their church, how to do what, or you know, how to do what I know I ought to be doing, because there's so many things in ministry uh, that we should be doing and that we could be doing. And uh, one of the things that I oftentimes find about pastors or people on staff, lay leaders, whatever, is try to do things too fast. And so for the next few moments, I just want to share the idea of doing something, but doing it slowly. Uh, a good friend of mine, Dr. Ivory Vaughn, he uh, oftentimes tells me the church is not a speedboat that can turn around on the dime. It's actually a uh, warship, if you will, and it takes time to turn a warship around. Listen, uh, let me ask you a question. In your ministry, is there a tug of war for power? Um, is there a tug of war for power uh, that's going on? Is, is there, uh, or the other extreme, is there a cold war going on in your church? Because think about it, uh, a tug of war and a cold war, both of them are still wars. It really doesn't matter. So if as pastors, leaders, we're going to lead our church effectively forward, then we need to be able to uh, uh, explain how God's church should be governed, how God's church should uh, function in a cold war or even in um, a tug of war. Uh, any seasoned pastor would tell any senior pastor that if you're going to make changes that need to be made, make all the changes that need to be made. Just don't try to make them too quickly. Make the changes, but don't try to make them too quickly. Remember, no matter how many members you have in your church, uh, your church, again, it's not a speedboat. It's a battleship. And it takes time for a battleship to make its turn. 2 Timothy 4 and 2 in the NSAB, it literally says to us to preach the word, to be ready uh, in season, and to be ready out of season. Uh, be ready to reprove. Uh, be ready to rebuke. Uh, be ready to exhort. But notice something it says, and, and we oftentimes miss it. It says, do all of those things. But right after that, it says, do those things with great patience. So it's not that we don't reprove, reprove rebuke, or even exhort, command, or give directions. But, but we still do those things with great patience. The mistake that many uh, pastors or leaders make when it comes to this verse is ignoring those words, those last three words, with great patience patience. Yes, uh, as pastors, uh, we ought to submit to the charge to preach the word. Uh, that's a given. Uh, we even embrace our duty uh, to reprove, to rebuke, and to exhort. But we often struggle with the carrying out of those sacred leadership tasks 
with great patience. The type of patience that's spoken of here is the patience of long-suffering. Um, I guess I could say it's having patience with uh, maybe even difficult people as well as during difficult periods of leading. Every pastor will have a period of leading when, when it's difficult even in leading. Not that it's impossible, but it's difficult. So during those times when we have difficult people and, and they may be overlapping that we're having a difficult period of leading because we're dealing with difficult people, uh, those things, they're not easy to do. When you know that people in church who don't want you to do what you know you should be doing. That's what makes difficult leading. There are people in church don't want you to do what you know you should be doing, but you have to do it because God commands us to do it. So it's not easy when you know that people in church who don't want you to do what you know you should be doing, which is leading and pastoring, rebuking, reproving, correcting, uh, seems to not want to do what they should be doing themselves. So what I would say to you is don't be a Jonah. Now, when I say don't be a Jonah, I know you're familiar with that story. I'm not talking about the Jonah at the beginning of the story. I'm not talking about that Jonah. The Jonah that I'm talking about uh, uh, is not the Jonah who ran away from his divine assignment. I'm talking about the Jonah at the end of the story who uh, carried out his ministry, ladies and gentlemen, who carried out his ministry assignment, pastors, with a hateful attitude toward the very people he was called to what? To serve. As pastors, we must, with great patience, those three words, love the people the Lord has called us to lead and to teach. So how do we as pastors learn to exercise with those three words, with great patience, with the people we are the pastor? Well, I believe it happens through a commitment. I believe it happens through not just a commitment, but a commitment to biblical teaching. Teaching uh, explains and, and teaching exhorts biblical truths. That's the difference between teaching and preaching. When you look in the New Testament, pastors are told to do both. Now, I'm aware that there are many who uh, make a hard distinction between preaching and teaching, but scripture actually, uh, it, it makes a distinction, but not the distinction that many people think because truth be told, biblical preaching requires sound teaching. Our willingness to teach the word, especially those words about how the church should be governed and led, which for many people are hard words. It tells us that we should govern and lead the church with great patience. It demonstrates also our confidence in scripture. It reveals that we believe, ladies and gentlemen, in the sufficiency of God's word to do its work in the life of the people in his church. It's his people and it's his church. At the end of the day, I'd like to add that true spiritual change in our leadership and membership doesn't just happen by casting vision. It happens by us faithfully 
teaching uh, doctrinal truth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is essential, but it's a neglected key to having a faithful and effective pastoral ministry. Please remember, biblical teaching, faithfully teaching sound doctrine is an essential key that should not be neglected if you're going to be considered a faithful, effective uh, pastoral leader. My prayer and hope for us is that we're not just trying to pastor the most famous megachurch in town, but that we are committed to developing and nurturing a healthy church that makes disciples of Christ. Because that, my brothers and sisters, that requires a long-term commitment to preach the word. Not only just preach the word on Sundays, but what? In and out of season. And don't forget, with great patience. I also pray that as servants, we demonstrate great confidence in the sufficiency of scripture. God word works, gentlemen. Pastors, servants, leaders, God word works. It doesn't just work according to our timetable. Truth is not a weapon. Please remember that. Truth is not a weapon for us to wield. It yield, wield rather, it is a seed for us to plant. And the cultivation of truth in the life of leaders and believers in our church, our congregations, is going to always take time. Remember, harvest doesn't happen in a hurry. So as you lead your church through the great change with great patience, remember to do it slowly. Thank you very much.